Hey, Covenant Eyes family. It is good to be joining you today for another episode of the Covenant Eyes podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Clark, joined by the lovely and talented Karen Potter. Hey, Karen. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're so kind. Hey, it's good to be back. I feel like we've been traveling a lot and we've just been on a lot of adventures with this podcast. I hope our audience is enjoying the ride because we are out there finding amazing guests for this show and bringing you world-class information and guests. And just, gosh, I, I'm just, it's a whirlwind, Brandon. I don't even know. <laughs> it is. It's really exciting to meet all of the different people and all of the different organizations that they are managing, that they're creating to make a difference in the world. NRB, we were at the Sound of Freedom world premiere and meeting a bunch of different filmmakers and producers. It just gives me a lot of hope. There's a lot of darkness in the world, but what this all does is give me a lot of hope that good is happening and that there is light being shined on a lot of dark areas. Absolutely. And that's a really great segue into today's episode because we're actually talking about a documentary called Into the Light. So if you want to go ahead and introduce today's guest, we'll dive into this amazing documentary and talk to the two guys that are responsible for bringing it to the light. So sounds good. Yeah, we're pleased to welcome John Michael Boat and Jacob Vock. They are the producers of the Into the Light documentary, which Karen was just mentioning. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for being on with us. Thanks. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, really looking forward to chatting with you guys. It's so good to see you too. We've run into each other all over the place at different conferences and things. So it's so good to have you guys here. Thank you so much. And you guys are joining us from Canada, right? Yeah, Niagara, Ontario. Yeah, That's wonderful. You know, before we dive into the documentary itself, I'd love to know a little bit about your guys' own personal journey. You know, we talk a lot about pornography and we hear a lot of stories of people who have struggled and uh, are Mm. using it in their missions. So I'm curious to know if that's part of your guys' story as well. Yeah, really the the ministry and the documentary begins for for us in our own stories. Um, For me, uh, I grew up in a fantastic Christian home with parents who love the Lord and shared the gospel with us growing up. And even in the context of blessing like that, the I came across pornography for the first time at age eight. And very quickly, that, you know, that curiosity, I didn't really know what, what was going on there, that turned into a full-blown addiction that went on for nearly a decade. And, you know, in that time, uh, it, it began to grow as something that's like, oh, it's not a big deal. I, gr- I had a growing love for pornography. Well, at the same time, being involved in church and leading discussion groups and on on worship teams and things like that. And so really what I was doing is I was getting good at living this double lifestyle, really just practicing being a hypocrite. And fundamentally, I did not love the Lord and I was not loving people around me. So by God's grace, that was there in, in that brokenness. By God's grace, he put some older Christian guys in my life who image what it meant to confess into each other, to repent of that and just be actually, you know, open and and vulnerable with their faith in a, in a real way. And the Lord really used that. Uh, and I remember one specific time we were hanging out in my, my parents' garage and they were sharing about a purity conference they'd been to and how the Lord was working in their lives. And I remember the, the spirit convicting me and thinking, man, if you don't open up right now, if you don't confess your sin, you you never will and you're going to remain a hypocrite living this double lifestyle for the rest of your life so by god's grace i did confess my sin to those guys that was the first time i opened up and really i for the first time 
confess my sin properly to the Lord. Uh, and you know, from there, they encouraged me to join accountability group, took a program and through those and some really good books, uh, the Lord has given me freedom from pornography, which I've been walking in for years now. So praise God. Praise mm. God. Yeah. My, um, Jacob here, uh, my story is, is similar in, in, in a certain way. Um, I, you know, my mom talked to me a lot about pornography from when I was really young and by the grace of God and, and a really persistent mother, I actually never got hooked on pornography proper, uh, which is rare. You know, I don't, I don't have too many friends who are my age who had that opportunity, but but I did. Um, but you know, I I was completely addicted to to masturbation and like fueling lust in my mind for many many years as a teenager. And so I would kind of go flip through my Bible, not see the word in there, and then kind of just not care. And so, in a similar way to John Michael, it took you know some really good books um, and some good brothers in Christ to kind of some good conversations to be like, hey, you can't just keep giving, like take Matthew 5 seriously. You can't just keep giving into this lust-fueled mindset over and over again. And so by the grace of God, I, um, he freed me from from that you know addiction. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. But then, you know, kind of fast forward a couple of years, I, I go to, to seminary down in, in Louisville, Kentucky, and I got the opportunity to get coffee with Tim Challies. And Tim, I'm sure you guys have talked to him. He has this book, Sexual Detox. And I asked him about it because, you know, it was, it was impactful for me. And Tim's like, eh, the book's fine. He, Tim's got a great sense of humor. And he, he's just like, you know what? There are better books out there. But he paused and he said, you know, it's interesting to me. We have this video problem of pornography and in answer, we typically write books. Hmm. So he's like, there could be room for a video-oriented, counseling-oriented resource to tackle this issue. And I was like, dude, that man, that was an interesting thought. And Tim had no idea that I and, and Jamichael, who was back in Canada at the time, that we were filmmakers. And so I called Jamichael up and I said, bro, like, this is something we're passionate about. Sexual sins really, you know, and being freed from sexual sin has been a huge part in our relationship with Christ we're video people, what would it look like to reach out to some of the best authors and speakers we know of and ask them to be part of this team of people in the documentary and 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 see if that is possible? And that, that started off, that was in late 2021. That started off a year and a half of getting these speakers together, writing the documentary. Um, we were committed to to making it a free resource, which we can we can talk about why if you're interested. So we we crowdfunded it over the summer of 2022, and it, all, all that to say, we we just released it. Mm. Um, the film is Into the Light. It's a teaching documentary on freedom from pornography that walks through the process of change from bondage to sin all the way to freedom in Christ mm. and. We made it as a resource for strugglers and we hope it's, uh, yeah, we hope and pray. And, and so far it has been uh, a, a help to the church. So we're, we're stoked about it. We're really grateful. It's been, it's been out for what, six months now? Yeah. And uh, yeah, God is good. So That is amazing. Now, is this video, is it designed specifically for men? Is it for all of us that are struggling with se sexual sin or, mm. you know, how, who is the demographic this is specifically for? Yeah, one of the things we are committed to from the very beginning is that pornography is not just a man's problem. So right from the beginning, we included women speakers, men speakers. We used equal examples of men struggling and women struggling because 
we do not want to contribute to the shame that our sisters so often feel when this is framed as something like only men struggle. And if you're a woman, then you, then it must be something extra strange or weird or wrong. And we want to do our best to help our sisters in Christ as well. And this is for them as well. That's amazing. it was a learning curve for us because we had that commitment, but then we wanted to spend time talking with with sisters, with counselors, with different people. And, you know, it was really cool. Like people like Ellen Dicas, uh, who who is in the documentary, just her just, you know, giving us a thumbs up being like, guys, you got this. Just full send it. Make sure you talk to women about this because it's a huge issue. And so I'm very grateful for the different women who've kind of spoken into us as we've we've built this out. Yeah, I want to hit on that for just a moment, Jacob. You guys have some heavy hitters in here. You've got Jeremy Pierre, Jenny Solomon, Heath Lambert, a guy we're a big fan of, Garrett Kell, who we've had on the podcast several yeah. times. What was it like being able to work with these solid Christian leaders to be able to produce this documentary about biblical sexuality? Yeah, isn't it crazy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I can't believe it sometimes. Um Honestly, a lot of it was the work of God because um, <laughs> the story the story for Deepak, uh, Deepak Reju is an incredible guy. We guessed his email. So no we, kidding. We knew, we, we knew the organization awesome. he worked for. We knew he worked for Capitol Hill Baptist Church. We figured out the end email and then we just fired off a whole <laughs> bunch of emails at, and got a bunch of returns. And then one of them went through and Deepak shot us an email back being like, guys, this is interesting. Let's get to, let's have a Zoom meeting. And then Valentine's Day night, we had a meeting with him and he was just really encouraging. And he's like, guys, lock me in for chapter four. Who's, and then he said, he looked at us and said, hey, who's not answering your emails? Let me, let me contact some people for you. And, and that takes, that takes a risk, right? That's a, that was really kind of him. And so that kind of started a domino effect of just reaching out to people, getting coffee, kind of certain people bugging certain people. And, and eventually, yeah, kind of through a lot of work, uh, the, the, the right people kind of landed in place. And it was so great. All of those people are thoughtful, godly, kind, informed. It was, it was so fun filming and meeting them. That's yeah, incredible. It was a real honor to work with them. And one of the people that we've been working with as well to kind of add a bonus section to the documentary is, is David Platt actually as well. Mm. So that's oh, one of the things good. we're just really excited about all these, these men and women, real godly uh, figures in the church. So thankful for them. That is amazing. Now, talk to us a little bit, because I believe you have leaders guides, because mm. this can be used in small groups and in church settings. So talk to us a little bit, because we do have a lot of ministry leaders that listen to our podcast. So how can they use this resource, either in men's groups or women's groups, or just collectively as kind of a, a small group uh, you know, study guide? Yeah, the documentary itself is it's an hour and 22 minutes long. One of the things we wanted to do was also offer it in kind of two formats, one being full thing you could show to your church or just you know watch on your own that gives a the really good overview but then the other thing we did is we broke up the documentary into six episodes so that in a discipleship relationship or a small group a bible study you know any context like that you could slow it down and start getting into really deep discussions get into confession together and then in order in order to f- facilitate that better we wrote a leader's guide mm. and again all of this is available for free on our website uh, just to to make it even easier for for pastors, church leaders, whatever your situation is, to dig deep into the material uh, and get a lot out of it. And this has been out for six months now. I want to talk to our listeners just about the impact this documentary is having. It's in over 200 churches that are using it for small groups counseling. It's been being used in six different countries. 
It's currently being used by counselors, 9,000 individuals impacted. This is amazing work, gentlemen. Talk about from the advent of the idea to seeing it now, (laughs) six months later, what goes through your heart and mind as you see how it's impacting so many people already? Mm. Man, God is so good. Um, I, Joe, Michael and I, we know our place. We're creators. We're resource builders. And what my favorite part is, is we get these emails from people who are boots on the ground. They're doing the work. They're in the accountability situations. They're like the listening ear. They're the shoulder to cry on. They're like all of that, like the in the church really doing the work. And we just get to be the people who make the resources. So I love the fact that it's, it's, you know, sin needs to be fought in the context of local church. And we just want to make people make tools so that people can do that effectively. And it's awesome. We get so many stories and so many emails from people. You know, I got a call the other day um, from a guy I've known for a long time back here in Canada, not super well, but I've known him for a long time. And, you know, he just messaged me and said, can I give you a call? Give me a call and said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I've been hooked on porn for a decade mm-hmm. and your documentary was what really gave me the push to start taking this seriously. And praise God for that. Man, I like I cried. I was so grateful to hear that little testimony and and just the dozens of other little testimonies we've gotten to hear. So I'm thankful, very thankful. You know, it makes me think of John 8:12 where Jesus says, "I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life." And I just think what a joy that God has given us the the ability and the platform to share the light of life with people in the darkness of pornography. It is tumbling and I'm so thankful for it. That's really special. When you think about the title of it, Into the Light, and we think mm-hmm. about the darkness of pornography, was that really the inspiration behind the title or, or what was it that brought to mind titling it in this specific way? Yeah, that man, that titling. We have a document buried somewhere in our servers of like 90 different names for this thing. And, you know, Into the Light, I think it was my mom was like, because there's an, there another ministry that I was a part of called Into the Light. Um, and mom was like, what about Into the Light? And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, mom's no best. <laughs> and then, yeah, mom's no best. And then, and then we went through a bazillion other iterations and argued up and down and all around. And it just kind of came back to this simple phrase, really, you know, patterned off of John, John eight and different, different parts where John loves light metaphor and just be like, what do we want from people? Like so many resources, so many times this conversation about pornography, because it's so evil, it's so dark. We tend to just focus on the stats, on the darkness, on the sin, on the problem. And we want to be like, look, we'll acknowledge, we know it's the problem. We'll talk about it in the first two minutes of the documentary, but where are we going? Mm -hmm. And right away we pivot and Jeremy Pierre does an awesome job of starting the film, just sending it into the light. And ultimately, if you're not putting your 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 faith, you're submitting yourself to the person and work of Jesus Christ, who is the true light, then even if you kick porn, it doesn't matter. And so we really want to like through and through our documentary is like you need you need to have a, a saving relationship with Jesus Christ in order to to make this matter. And so yeah, that's that's the thorough line for everything we do, and it's pretty great. That was one of my favorite parts too, as I was going through some of the documents in your leaders' guides and just reviewing that that like having that 
relationship with Christ is at the center of all of this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you you have a quote in one of your documents that talks about, you know, there's this study guide, this this experience is of no value if participants gain the world and lose their soul. And so mm-hmm. keeping that front and center as people go on this journey, I think is so important because oftentimes and we've we've run into people that you know have great programs but it's not Christ centered and at the the center of all of our recovery and our restoration is Christ and Christ alone so uh, I'm just grateful for that that makes this a very mm. solid resource for our church leaders and for our church goers as well thank you man appreciate it yeah let's fast forward 5 years guys let's fast forward 5 <laughs> years from now we have been able to form a generation that understands god-given sexuality what do you think our world looks like with that sort of goal achieved? Mm. I I see a world where the young mom, you know, mom of mom of if maybe an eight year old, knows that when she sends her eight year old to the family down the street who's part of their church, that they've already had those conversations. They know the danger. They that mom knows exactly what devices are in that house because the parents are they're on the same page. They're they're geared up about this. That their kids, both families, have had these age appropriate conversations with their kids. Their kids are aware of of this thing called pornography that's out there. They know they might see it, and they're just they're they're keyed into that as a danger. That they know that. This family can have those conversations that they know, like the whole church is just locked and loaded on this issue. And they're thrilled that they get the opportunity to talk about um, God's beautiful gift to sexuality, again, in age appropriate ways with the younger people and older people in the church. And I, I just, I would love to see, it's a big task, but I'd love to see a church just with their A game on and really wanting to tackle this issue well. And that gives a beautiful place for for young kids to to grow up in, both delighting from an early age in God's good design for sexuality and also just being radically equipped to deal with, with sexual sin. And I hope to see a generation in five years that's not just protected, but that it's men and women of integrity strengthened to face what's out there. Like we have no uh, delusions that the culture is going to change, going to change or not have, you know, these aberrations of broken sexuality, like broken good design. And yet there is a possibility of having a church that's equipped to face that. And like Jake was saying, a church that loves and understands what God's good design is. Like sexuality was God's creation god's design in the first place it's when people have stepped outside of that beautiful and good boundary that you know brokenness has entered into it so that's 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 deeply in our heart behind this and our ministry that's an amazing Um, call to action i think for our audience like let's work towards that vision and i think there are there's something that every one of us can do to play a part mm. in helping to ensure that happens. And I just, I would encourage all of our listeners to first off, check out this documentary for yourself um, and then share it far and wide, maybe even engage it in your church uh, with mm. you know a small group or give it to your pastor, let him take a look at it and see how he can leverage it to help set people free because there are so many struggling with sexual sin in the church. And my gosh, your vision is just inspirational. I mean, all of the social ills that could be solved if we had whole, happy people that weren't, you know, carrying around this bondage of sexual brokenness. Wow, this would be amazing. So I, I hope our listeners are powered up and ready to take this on. 
Absolutely. Where can people find this documentary if they want to get involved or, or even get connected with Into the Light Ministries? Yeah, you can uh, watch the documentary and get our leaders resources for free on our website, intothelightdocumentary.com. And again, everything's free there, intothelightdocumentary.com. And if anyone wants to hit us up on social media, um, particularly Instagram, Into the Light Documentary uh, on Instagram, we, we share a lot of stuff there and kind of keep people updated about some of the next steps and the things we're hoping to create in the next mm-hmm. few years. John, Michael, and Jacob, thanks so much for being on with us today and sharing this. I, I would call it a gift to the church in seeing how the mm-hmm. impact has been so far in the six months since release. You really have a special work that you're bringing forward. So thank you for that. Thank you for having us on. We yeah. really appreciate it. Great talking with you guys. Awesome. And to all of our listeners out there, we want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Covenant Eyes podcast. And Brandon, you want to bring us home for today? Yeah, I just really want to encourage people to go to intothelightdocumentary.com and check this out. It's free. I mean, that that's what I find amazing here, Karen, is that all of this that they're offering is completely free. So people really don't have an excuse not to check it out. No, they don't. And, you know, some of the guests in this documentary are people that have been on this podcast. And so you know them and you love them and you know you can trust that this is going to be a top-notch documentary. So listeners, get out there and check it out. The links will all be in the show notes. And until next time, God bless, take care, and we'll see you again on the flip side. <laughs>